The Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 12, letter number 3980, Baruch Hashem, the 26th day of Kislev Tovshin Tezayim, Brooklyn. The Rebbe is addressing the Dick, here too, we don't have a last name over here, which is unusual in the notes. There is no last name. So the Rebbe says, Shalom Uvracha, peace and blessing. And maybe there's not a last name because they want to keep it also out of our last name would give away with the person is they didn't want the name over here to appear. Uh, so the Rebbe writes, I'm responding to a letter without the date of writing. You didn't write the date that you're writing. And he wrote to the Rebbe that he went and exchanged this home for a half a house, which is nicer not only what it means, a half a house, maybe it was a two-family, and he took one floor, I don't know exactly what the half a house means, but he bought a half a house, exchanged for his house, which is more beautiful. But it appears to him that from that point when he bought the house, he's not successful as he should be. He feels somehow, maybe he can't pay the mortgage, maybe he's having, a, I don't know, if he doesn't feel successful. Again, so he's writing to the Rebbe. So, first the Rebbe says, uh, you should find out, sometimes when you purchase homes, and I know specifically now, like in in, uh, in Crown Heights, and in same thing in other neighborhoods, there is such a shortage of proper housing in uh, in the neighborhood, in the Certainly nothing is affordable, but still, there is still a lot of uh, pressure. There's a lot of competition. People, there's not enough houses for people to buy. So sometimes, you know, you do things, you make uh, things that are maybe even halachically not uh, permissible. So let's say somebody puts down a down payment for a house, and I just give you that an example. And then the other person comes and says to the seller, listen, I'm going to add another $100,000 for the house and sell it to me. Uh, that would be not allowed because in there is a concept which is called, uh, besides there's are you know, very specific laws, but there's a concept which is called an uh, if you have a poor person who is looking turning over whatever the say the garbage but he's looking for a piece of for a piece of bread you know to eat and somebody else comes and sees and he grabs it first beforehand that's not allowed you're not allowed to because he's there looking for it you can't take it away so if a person is in the midst of trying to buy a house and then you go and you pull it out from them in a non-fair way uh that would constitute uh, something which you did wrong, uh, which would be hasogas gavul, meaning taking away what belongs to somebody else. Uh, in the Torah, it talks about specifically if you move your boundary that partitions and you move it backwards, so you are taking away somebody else's, you know, like you're including somebody else's property into your property, or taking what does not belong to you in a way 
taken away. It's called the Sogas Gavul. So, what, what was that expression? Is basically saying to him, make sure that what you did was done kosher in the proper way. If you did it wrong, maybe that's be the reason. The Rebbe doesn't say what to do about it. Maybe he's to compensate, or maybe, or maybe the Rebbe is explaining what's happening. Then the Rebbe says also. The Rebbe says it's also proper to find out why uh, the one who was there before sold a half a house. This half a house. I mean, what there is, there is maybe again. I said I'm not sure. Saying a half a house almost doesn't look like a two-story, two-family house. Maybe it looks within a house itself. He sold them on the half of it. So the Rebbe says, also, it's worthy to look in. Maybe there's something, something uh, a bad, I don't know, maybe something going on over there. But in any event, the Rebbe says, check the tefillin and also the mezuzahs, the one that you use in this house. And without a vow, blineder, Every weekday, give before the davening tzedakah, several coins, several proofs for tzedakah. And the Rebbe says the merit of your act being active in the shul, he was a gabai of a shul. So, in that merit, and the Rebbe says for sure, you use your influence to increase more davening and more learning and more Torah. You do that. So that privilege and that merit should increase the blessing of the blessed Hashem Yisbarach and your success in everything that you need, also in your personal matters and also in your new home. So the Rebbe blesses him for that. Um, the Rebbe says why things are not going proper. Maybe there was something wrong in the purchase, uh, halachically and find out why he sold you this half a house. Uh, I don't know, the Rebbe says why he sold you this half a house. I'm not sure if it means, not why he sold a half a house, but this one as opposed to the other one. I'm not sure exactly what the reference is over here exactly, but the Rebbe says, check the tefillin, mezuzahs, give tzedakah every morning before davening. And the Rebbe says, in the merit of your activities in the shul, you'll uh, certainly that you increase Torah and tefillah. This should increase the blessings of Hashem Yisbarach and the success in everything that you need, personal and your new home. Number two, as far as where to make the gathering, the Fabrengen, on the Bar Mitzvah of your oldest son. He was making a Bar Mitzvah for his oldest son. And where to make it? Now, I'm going to guess again, without knowing all the facts, he probably, he was a Gabbai in a non-Lubavitch shul, in some other shul. And he wanted to know, should he make the Bar Mitzvah in the Lubavitch shul? Or should he make the Bar Mitzvah, the Fabrengen, in the shul where he is a Gabbai? So the Rebbe answers him, again, I didn't, I don't, I'm just saying that, that there was another shul there, a Lubavitch shul, I'm just saying that, I don't know that for a fact, but the Rebbe says, you should make uh, the Fabrengen in the shul which you serve as Gabai. And for sure your son will give over a Dvar Torah. And it will be best that he will also give over a topic from the teaching of Hasidus. 
that way you'll have a combined of all the three lines, Torah, we'll give it our Torah, Avoda, which is the tefillah, the prayer, that's the service, because prayer is in place of Avoda of the Beis HaMikdash, and Gemilut Chasodim, an act of kindness. Uh, how does it come to acts of kindness? This comes to the point that the Rebbe says to, to recite a teaching of Hasidus also. Because Hasidus, the Rebbe said, that's the inner idea of Pneumius HaToyra, of the inner part of Torah. Uh, why is the inner part of Torah, why do we connect that to Gemilus Chasadim, to act of kindness? So the Rebbe brings down the saying of the Alter Rebbe. And again, the Alter Rebbe was an authority both in the esoteric part of Torah and uh, also the Tanya, and his uh, authority on the revealed part because he ruled, he makes the Shulchan Aruch and uh, a codifier in the uh, and, and, uh, in, in the revealed part of Torah. He said that loving Hashem Kecho, loving God your God, and loving your fellow as yourself is really one and the same thing. So since the teaching of Hasidus, the Rebbe doesn't spell it out, but that's what is understood. Since the teaching of Hasidus brings you to loving Hashem, and that in the, in, inherently is connected with loving thy fellow, which is the act of Gemilus Hasodim. So when you are going to give a teaching of Hasidus, you'll have also the aspect of Gemilus Hasodim. The Rebbe blesses him to give good news and all of the above. The Rebbe suggests to make the Fabrengen in the shul in which he serves as a Gabbai. And when his son gives the Dvar Torah and also given a topic of Hasidus, he will combine all three aspects, Torah, Vodah, Gemilus Chasodim, as the Rebbe explained, the special connection of the inner part of Torah with the loving of Hashem, which brings you to loving thy fellow, which is the idea of Gemilus Chasodim and the Rebbe